0: son of an Ohio schoolteacher and feared guerrilla leader in the vicious no-quarter war between Kansas and western Missouri, Quantrill held the official rank of captain in the Confederate Army, assuming the rank of colonel had been strictly his own idea. On that August morning in 1863, the old man was just twenty-five years old. "'What are we up against in Lawrence?' Hunter asked. "'How many bluecoats?' "'Damned if I know,' Santee said." But I don't reckon it matters much to the old man. This here's a revenge raid. Yes, Hunter thought. Another revenge raid. Vengeance had been his own motive when he'd joined Quantrill. How many such raids had he been a part of since then, he wondered. Fifteen? Twenty? More? More than he cared to recall, at any rate. Later he'd begun to wonder when, if ever, the bloody raids and counter-raids would end. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, he thought— must surely lead to a blind and toothless world. "'Either of you boys have a chaw?' The speaker, a hawk-nosed youth with clear blue eyes and sandy hair, reined up beside Hunter and grinned. He sat his long-legged sorrel with an ease that spoke of a life spent in the saddle. "'Sorry, Frank,' Hunter said. "'I don't chaw, afraid it might stunt my growth.' The grin widened. "'Your growth could use some stunting,' said Frank James.' How tall are you, anyway, Will? Seven foot? Six-three in my stockings, Hunter said. But I wear thick stockings. Santee reached across the neck of Hunter's gelding and handed his tobacco plug to Frank James. Both of you boys are taller than me, he said. But I figure it ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Santee's yellow eyes turned sly. His grin became a leer. Anyway, I'm plenty big where it counts or so the ladies tell me. Hunter's stare was cold, expressionless. He disliked both bravo Santee and his brother Rufus. He considered the men skulkers and cowards. Most of all, he despised their vulgar talk about women. Frank James, too, ignored the crude jest. James bit off a corner of the plug and handed it back. Tonguing the quid to his cheek, he said, Reckon that's true about the dog, and it ain't how old the dog is, either. My brother Jesse ain't but sixteen, but he's a fightin' fool. I allow that boy would take on a buzzsaw and give it three turns head start. "'Oblige for the jaw, Santee,' Frank said, spurring his horse forward. "'See you boys at the pig-stickin.' Just a few miles away, Lawrence, Kansas, slept peacefully under scattered stars in the early hours of August 21, 1863. A sometime base for Union attacks on the settlements along the Missouri border, the town housed no Federal troops that fateful morning. The civilian population began the day with no hint of the horror to come. The eastern sky grew brighter. Stars dimmed and disappeared. Somewhere across town, a dog barked. An owl glided on muffled wings back to its nest in a barn loft. On the outskirts of Lawrence, a rooster crowed. Below the settlement, the Kaw River rolled along its rocky bed. Born of the warm morning, a soft breeze sighed over the rolling hills, rustling the leaves of ripening corn. In a small corral above the river, a horse lifted its head, tasted the air, and nickered. Just west of Lawrence, Colonel Quantrill halted the column and called the leaders of his Missourians to a final briefing. When his men had gathered around him, the young guerrilla chief began with a speech that was part rallying cry, part self-justification. "'Lawrence, Kansas, lies just below us,' he said, "'and we have come here this day to take vengeance on the town and its people. As you know, some of your mother's wives and sisters were killed in Kansas City last week, when the building in which they were imprisoned collapsed. Five heroic daughters of Missouri died that day, gentlemen.' The cowardly Yankees took them from their homes and confined them in a structure not fit for habitation by hogs. And why? What was their crime? The dear ladies were accused of sheltering and feeding their menfolk. We are here to avenge those dear ladies, gentlemen. Our mission today is a simple one. We will kill every male and burn every house in Lawrence." will hunter and some of the others had dismounted checking their saddle girths and the loads in their pistols quantrell sat his horse proudly his hands crossed before him on the pommel of his saddle he was a smallish man with pleasant features clean-shaven except for a small moustache and goatee beneath his wide-brimmed officer's